Welcome to Conway TNT, Conway Then, Now, and Tomorrow. I'm your host, Grant Gordy. And I'm your co-host, Lori Case Melton. Our podcast is for Conway folks, which may mean you grew up here, or it may mean you just moved in. I love Conway and have never lived anywhere else, so I'm happy to brag on those things that make Conway so special. And I grew up just a rock's throw away and call Conway my forever home. Grant and I are with First Community Bank, our podcast sponsor. We are all about community here at the bank and invite you to stop by and see us anytime. We are all about the community, Lori. All about it. Bigger words have never been said. Hey, we got a special treat today. We're flipping the format on its ear. That's we've right. Got, we've got a, a gentleman known uh, far and wide. We don't uh, even have pre-prepared questions. No, and that's, and that's where the format's been flipped on its ear. We've got Bo Wilcox in the house. Bo, welcome. Thank you all for having me. And I, the fans go wild. I, I, uh, yeah. I'm With that kind of intro, um, the pressure is enormous, <laughs> and I'm not known for delivering in those scenarios. <laughs> that but is I'll, not true. But I'll do my best. Bo's hands were a little clammy when I shook his hand earlier, I'm uh, not going to lie. The nerves are here. They're big. Yeah, flipping the format on its ear in that we normally have questions uh, laid out uh, on, a, on a specific topic. We definitely have a topic today. Bo has uh, grown up here, and we had one question of Bo. Bo knows. And what does Bo know? Bo, Bo knows Conway and growing up in Conway, and we wanted his top ten things uh, that, that really stick out in his mind and what made his childhood in Conway uh, special. So I'm sure Bo will have some uh, conversation and comments that are generated off of your thoughts. Uh, Lord knows you have them and aren't afraid to give them, which is why you're in this chair. But we appreciate your time today and looking forward to your thoughts uh, surrounding Conway and and your childhood here. Sounds great. So drum roll. Yeah. Number 10. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> all right, well. Diving right in. First of all, because, again, by trade, I am a, you know, insert your preferred adjective here, or attorney. I'm going to offer an initial disclaimer, which is I didn't order sequence anything. I feel, okay, uh, I, feel const- I feel constrained by a, a hierarchy, and so what I'm going to do is just riff the whole 10, if you Go. will. Nice. Um, but I mean, I will start with, and I know this is probably the, maybe the most cliched one, but Conway is the city of colleges for a reason. We got three of them. And I know as a lifelong resident here that that has been one of the things that not only keeps people like me here, um, I went to college here and I've stayed here. Uh, some people that's not for everybody. You know, I know a lot of folks like to get out and spread their wings. But what you have to love about uh, the colleges is, is they give you that connection here. And for me, it was never a question of going anywhere else. I wanted to stay here, uh, and that I think is going to lead into some other parts of my top ten. Um, you know, no spoilers yet, but <laughs> I do want to say that the I think that that that's what I wanted to start with by saying is when I think of the positive assets of this community, I think of what we have in CBC. UCA and Hendricks. And that's a, they're three very different um, student and faculty populations, different sizes, different parts of town. And so we have this very cool, and I know y'all have had guests on here from the colleges and have represented them either in the academic sense or the athletic or some other way. And I just want to echo the point that they've probably all made on here, which is that, you know, Conway isn't Conway without those three. And you are a graduate of? I'm a graduate of Hendricks. That's what I thought. Um, I uh, went there in the late 90s, the last millennium, um, and um, it was an 
it was even different then than it is now, uh, even though it was different than it was 20 years before that. So, you know, it's an evolving place, and, and I think that it's, it's changed in a lot of ways. Uh, good and and I think that UCA has clearly become a flagship flagship university in this state, and CBC has carved out its identity as well. I, you know, um, I am allowed on the former two campuses. <laughs> uh, I, I I am not of the Baptist tradition, and the Baptists would not claim me. And so, uh, uh, but I still have nothing but high praise for for Terry Kimbrough, Charles Atterbury, and some of the people that have done amazing things over there. It's a wonderful college too. And even though I don't have the connection to it like I do with Hendricks and UCA on a personal level, I'm impressed every time that we make good headlines, uh, and we do that. And 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 it reflects very well on the community and the state. And Bo, whether uh, trains are on your top ten or not, <laughs> they just made their own uh, in- intro. Proof that yeah, we are in downtown we, Conway. We're definitely in downtown Conway, working, 1089 Front Street, if you want to come visit Working us. downtown, I get a, a great sound. It's I don't hear it anymore. You right. know, it's, it's just a background noise anymore, so right. I'm good. Well, you, you touched on something about the different, I'll use the word, flavor that uh, each respective uh, college and or university brings to town, and that definitely has uh, aided in our growth and retention of talented individuals, whether they grew up here, in the case of you and I, or they moved here to go to school. So that's, uh, it doesn't stri- strike me as odd that that would be uh You're so good at this podcasting thing, Grant. I knew you would be, but like what you just literally did was give a par- perfect segue to my number two. Nine. Um, Unbeknownst to me, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, boy, that's like, me. man, and we did not rehearse this. Um, and I don't know if y'all want me to jump into that number two. Yeah, please. But, yeah. um, but I think by extension, thank you, thank you. I don't think that's probably true. And there will be a lot of people, if they listen to this, that will laugh at that very concept. But uh, I would say that, you know, as much as we're also a city of colleges, we're also a city of opportunities. And one of the reasons that I stayed here in terms of growing up here was there was never any question in my mind that I could come back here after law school, start a career here, and survive. And there's this is a small state. Um, it's it's a not a sophisticated state in a lot of ways, and you do have a lot of you know small town mentality that permeates a lot of these communities. Here, I think we still have a lot of that. We have a um, our good old school roots, if you will. But here we are getting bigger and bigger, and yet I always think. Um, we still have that heart, if you will, of a small community, but the opportunities continue to be available. And I think that that's, again, a function of having the educational ones here. Now I think we have, obviously, bigger job market. Uh, we have, we've long had the, the opportunities that industry presents here, and we've got you know, tech now. It's, it's just a really more diverse um, professional and economic place than it used to be. And I think that's a big, again, that's a tribute to the fact that we have a lot of folks that come in here from out of town and they come here to educate themselves and they end up liking it and staying. And I think that's a testament to the kind of community we have. Yeah, our forefathers and and leaders, I think, did a fantastic job of having the foresight to uh, install, implement, whatever you'd like to say, um, uh, the infrastructure in some respects. I know that may... 
uh, maybe not from a roads perspective, but who could have ever projected the growth that Conway has uh, been fortunate enough to, to feel. But uh, that plays really? a lot into that retention. Yes, and if you think about it, uh, for those of you who are listening that want to know about kind of how Conway came to be and the business community and all that, uh, listen to the podcast that we have for, that the Chamber did on the history of the Chamber, and you actually find out that all this didn't just happen you know it was very methodically thought out over years and um it was some forefathers you you know centuries ago i guess over a century ago that were able to put it all together and wrapped everything around education a lot of vision for sure for sure I think you see a lot of communities, obviously, in this state that don't have vision, and you see what the byproduct of that is. Right. And, and so for as much as anybody can get a little bit aggravated with certain tendencies in their hometown, for instance, I know a lot of folks around here are not as big a fan of roundabouts as I am. Um, but um, and thank God for the one that just opened near me over at Salem and Tyler. That that has that took a game, while. Game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I may be able to return to a normal human dosage of sedatives and uh, anti-anxiety pills now, since that's been kind of a little bit of a thorn in my side driving around it every day. But it, no, I'm, I mean, I think that we have a lot of. Um, things here assets here just like i said with the colleges but also with the business community here you guys are part of the business community and y'all know how much more natural and easy networking is here because y'all have grown up here and because you know people it's not so much that it's like this uh birthright type of thing i know a lot of folks are gonna hear all of this and talk about good old boy systems and all that but i don't look at conway that way i mean that's one jaded view of it but to me a good old boy system is what keeps a community from progressing. And we clearly have shown that we're beyond that. And I think that we have had good combination of progressive leaders and um, very, you know, more restrained ones. I think we've, generally speaking, this is not a place that when the economy has been bad has been just slammed by that you know we've had we've very insulated mm-hmm. right yeah we've weathered some storms and and i think that that's important because we've you know conway is 60 plus 70,000 how many it is i, I don't know now but what, however big it is now uh, is it's that way for a lot of reasons but one of the biggest is because there's been some you know we have an active chamber of commerce we've got a business community that believes in building each other up and that's important. I mean, I think that if you have an attitude, as a small business person myself, if you have an attitude that everybody's a, a competitor, um, then you may be shortchanging yourself. Yeah, and you, Touching on that, I mean, Lord knows there's enough uh, banking options uh, in town. Sure. And uh, we compete, you know, tooth and nail during the day, and then we'll see one another in the evening and buy one another a beverage of choice. So it, it, right. it is... It is good. Yes, now that, that we, now that now we, we can. can. Yeah, there was a time for those in the, in the podcast audience uh, when Conway was beyond a dry community. Uh, we still have dry uh, counties clearly in the state, but that's another, that may be a good <laughs> a topic. We're damp. I like to think we're damp. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're, we're, we're moist. Yeah, being we're, damp. A nice, we're a nice uh, hybrid between the two. And don't ask me how the legislative voodoo worked to get that to happen, but it was it was critical. I mean, regardless of whether you're a drinker or not, or regardless of whether you care about the restaurant community here. Um, man, y'all segued again. <laughs> 
Amazing. Man, we must have some like, uh, mental telepathy yeah, you do. going. My number three was actually nightlife. And I know that some people are going to say, Conway is nightlife, right? And I know that that is a, maybe to some people that sounds like folly to say that Conway even maybe still has one. I think it does. And I think it's a, a very vibrant one for the kind of community we are. But even growing up, man, I the identity of this community was such that you stayed here for the most part, even to go to dinner at the few places we had. Right. Uh, even to cruise this strip that y'all are on right now, uh, that we're sitting on. Parking uh, lot across the across the way. Here I mean, the- there is no doubt that, that I've shotgunned a beer or two on this street. Um, and and that's, and I'm not talking about last week, okay? I'm talking about <laughs> right. decades ago. I mean, it still applies, but yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it is a wonderful, um, I really do believe that we've got, we've had some options here that people have kind of taken for granted for years. And, you know, I remember in, in my formative years, um, and Grant, you'll remember this, Lori, you'll remember this too. Even if this was way more podunk, as they say, we had some we had some pretty cool little hangouts, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I we we talked about R and R, kind of or intimated about it, and we used to have an electric cowboy here, which some people don't realize. Right, <laughs> right. Um, I've been there, and um, and yeah, we had some shot a game of pool or two well, there. and that's the thing. I mean, maybe maybe we didn't have the watering holes, so to speak, mm-hmm. but. Um, I think that that honestly, as much as I am very much in favor of, you know, this community and and this county now at this point having the freedom to just, you know, purchase alcohol freely, and I'm not going to get into an advocacy position on that, but I do think it makes sense that you just boost your economy that way, and I think we're kind of getting past the old dry and wet county model anyway, hopefully. But regardless of all that, I mean, I think that when Conway was growing kind of at a slow pace there um, progressively in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, you probably didn't want it to have a lot of, of, of rundown places. Um, but we had we had cool, identifiable spots. And where was your where was your go to restaurant? Oh, as a kid, what I don't did you know like that I don't know that I really had a go to. I mean, I really was a big fan of um, the recently demolished and thankfully demolished bamboo garden over there on Oak. But that wasn't the hangout. I mean, that's just Chinese <laughs> no, that food, just, you know, yeah. but nobody hung out Hanging at bamboo out garden. Bamboo I want to be garden. real clear. Yeah, that, that, that's a, yeah. well, you know. But it was the plan. Well, I mean, it did have that nice hotel attached to it. Yeah, yeah, you know? right, I mean, it was right. a luxury uh, establishment over there and uh, God rest its <laughs> soul. <laughs> Um, and credit to, I think it's Bank Corp South for mm-hmm. removing that blight from the community. Yes, um, yes, Appreciate yes. them. That so. has jazzed up Oak Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, uh, yeah, Danvers. You said Danvers. Dan- yeah, Danvers. Danvers. You know, great roast beef the sandwich. Varsity, obviously. Sure. I mean, I remember going there and, and pumping a lot of quarters into some arcade machines and, and having some fun there. When And it was also cool in, in those days, I mean, I knew a lot of people because, you know, the neighborhoods that we had, we grew up in places that were tight knit. And um, you I knew people like I mean, we knew people years older than we were yes. and years younger as a result. And so we still had that sense of community and we still bonded with people that were not even our age. You know, and I think that's another credit to Conway. It doesn't really fit in my top 10, so to speak. But I think it's also a Faulkner County thing because my age, we which is definitely older than you, we cruised. Um, around where like Planet Fitness is and Hobby Lobby. Sure. That was Walmart and the movie place then. But it was very uh, 
countywide. And so I met tons of Conway people, Greenbrier folks, Bologna folks, and we all feel like we're part, we were all part of the same game, you know, going on. That's right. And still. It's a county connection. It yeah, was, it was connection. very much so. that And, and we thought of ourselves as, as one and, and, um, it was always a good time. I, I think that when I say nightlife, too, people are going to immediately and instinctively think I'm talking about clubs and, and things like that. I'm talking more about, you know, ball games mm-hmm. and, you know, social events that for Southerners and people of, of our background, that's where we get to know people. That's where we form those bonds that, you know, enhances the strength of this community. I mean, I got to know people. At, at Conway High football games, at Conway High basketball games, at uh, Hendrix, you know, I, I I knew today at some point I was going to have to wax eloquently as much as I could about Grove Gym because yeah, absolutely, you know, I just I rem- and and yet again I'm teasing some later content, but I, I think that there's some establishments and some places here um, that you just that that are gone now maybe but that you just remember as if they were still sitting there. They, they live on though in our they memory, do. in our memories for those of us that do remember you can smell sure. it you yeah. can feel yeah. it just by saying the name oh yeah grove gym for sure had a smell um no question about it a little bit of chlorine a little bit of formaldehyde uh some lysol um maybe an occasional cigarette you know kind of who knows but but it was, it, but but I do think that that sense of community is is hard to define. I know again, it sounds a little cliched to say it, but we do, like Lori said, we get to know each other. In di- even if we come from the different communities within the county, mm-hmm. um, we inter- engaged here in Conway or you know in common places like that. And I think that's uh, when I say nightlife, like I said, that's what I meant. I, it's a it's a kind of a activity rather than it is a, a scene, if you will. Right, we, people here go out and they catch dinner, ball game, movie, whatever. It's pretty traditional and it doesn't seem like much, but it matters a lot when you have a town that has grown and thrived and prospered like this one has. Sure. No, that's a great point. Yeah, people, I think, typically want to default back to, like you said, clubbing, dancing, right. et cetera, et cetera. And there's a place for that, certainly. But uh, but at our age, <laughs> we're, we concentrate more around feeding each other I mean, yeah <laughs> I, i'm i'm definitely one of those that if i'm fine with having a drink and we probably will after this is st patrick's day why not but i'm also gonna have to have uh some food right some sustenance, sustenance to boot. And, and maybe a nap and, uh, <laughs> and, and then back back again and then back at it back at back at lawyering and podcasting um, well tell us a little bit um this is off topic uh on your top 10 but you are definitely homegrown and talk about your family like okay. you have both sets of your grandparents or yes extremely special people that are probably very well known they uh yeah i come from um exceptional stock i'm lucky you know yes, you are. and um and on the wilcox side of the family um kenneth and ruth were my grandparents and um Kenneth and, and Ruth were business people in this community for and in this county for a long time. Uh, my uncle is and my aunt and two aunts, I should say, are both here still in Arkansas. I've got one aunt that's in north central Arkansas, one still here in Faulkner County, and my uncle's here in Faulkner County too. 
Uh, my father's deceased, but uh, and in fact, it'll, it'll be been ten years this summer that he passed. But uh, the Wilcox family is obviously is very special to me, and and um, known for better or worse in some cases throughout here. Uh, but I'm very proud to uh, bear that last name and very proud to have come from that family. And then on the maternal side of it, my grandparents are Bill and Virginia Nutter. Uh, my grandmother is deceased. She passed away in 2017. Uh, but she was a longtime counselor and educator here. My grandfather uh uh, is still alive and doing very well. He's 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 getting up there in years and, and slowing down in many ways. But he is uh, living and the dream because he's <laughs> uh, gets to stay at home and watch TV and not be bothered. And so I, I kind of envy him for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm shooting for that. <laughs> he's you know he's about to be 87. I'd like to get there a little sooner than that. But well, what I remember about him is his. Um, he felt a purpose to document Conway. He did. Um, and its growth and its history and uh, with photographs. And he has an unbelievable collection Pop of is, old Conway uh, photos. Pop is a is definitely a true historian of this area, which is another reason that I appreciate it so much. I mean, he imbued that sense of appreciation for the local um, history and culture. And, and I think that as he did a lot of those presentations, I, you know, as I was growing up, he was constantly at, you know, class reunions or... Uh, Kiwanis Club. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Social gatherings. That's where I saw him Right. First. And he just would put on, you know, his, his show and people loved it. And, of course, he had cultivated an incredible um, uh, following, if you will, of his former students and athletes at, at both UCA. Um, he, he coached around at and was actually at North Carolina State um, for a little while before they moved back to Arkansas. And um, he's just, he's had an incredible career and, and legacy. I've, I've been very blessed to have had him and Nana's grandparents, and um, I'm glad he's still around. I, you know, as I get into the older years, it's not very many people my age that still have a grandparent, and I'm so I'm very fortunate there. Uh, my mom still lives here in town, and uh, she and, and um, Gil, my, my stepdad, who's been my dad for many, many years now, uh, they still live here, and uh, my aunt uh, on that side of the family lives in Little Rock, and so I'm here with my wife of 22, oh, God, 21 <laughs> years. I, I actually went I went ahead of the yeah. game. I may be, may be presuming things uh, that I shouldn't. I've <laughs> uh, been married 21 years and counting, and uh, I've got a uh, soon-to-be 16 and a soon-to-be 13-year-old boys. Well, that's so. a story all on its own. It is. Now, it's, Grant, one thing you didn't know, we talked uh, earlier about Blue Ribbon Shoe Stores. His great-grandmother worked at Blue Ribbon Shoe Store. She I was, was unaware of that. Yes, or, she was the lady that I would probably help knew you. her and didn't realize, didn't make yes. the connection as a little young lad. You would have known Naomi for sure. She was, uh, she she left an indelible imprint. She was a big um, presence in that store, but just in her community, in her church, uh, in her family. Um, I've had a lot of very inspiring, very strong uh, and very talented and intelligent female influences in my life. And uh, that's not to, you know, downgrade the male influences, but I come from a, a family where even though I've got a half brother and half sister that I adore dearly, I was kind of raised in an only child household. And it was my mom uh, and my aunt who never had any children. And then my grandmother. So I was the only child, only grandchild, 
only nephew in the house, and um, they made doggone certain that I wasn't going to be steered wrong. So that explains uh, a lot. Yeah, I had pretty good, pretty good guidance for a while, um, and um, but they've they've all been meaningful to me, and so uh, it's really cool to just be able to do this, just to even say cool, you know, nice things about your family because uh, in this day and age, you don't get a lot of nice things said, and so well, this is and fun. that's why I brought it up. I wanted this is so I much more positive. To, yeah, I wanted to make sure that we we paid homage to to that well i appreciate you did, that you you do have especially a and special I, family and i think that that is another thing about growing up here that's so critical um it was for me is you know i don't have like a massive family but i have enough of one um and it is kind of spread out across this county in different pockets that you know I've never lacked for any kind of support. Um, I've never lacked for any kind of encouragement. And I do think that this is a community that has, you know, kind of bred that. It, um, we've got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of very strong leaders here and uh, they do great things within the community, but within their families too. And so uh, a, lot of, a lot of good examples for all of us to have seen and lived up to. Certainly. Certainly. Well, knowing the, the uh strong female personalities and and that you alluded to uh, i would echo uh your kind words yeah you know them well too so uh it's 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 been a blessing so let's take a moment to recognize our sponsor first community bank with two locations now in conway 1089 front and 766 hark rider come see what it's like when the bank puts the community first wasn't nice that plug, smooth Lori. wasn't Woo. that smooth i worked well that done. in well done hey, if this banking okay. thing doesn't work out for you maybe oh uh, yeah <laughs> so it's already worked out for you i know i, think. Yeah, I, think. I, I, know, I knew it was she's quite accomplished I think. both certainly. of y'all just, are. just a banker certainly just old <laughs> all right Bo, so, so we've touched on city of colleges, certainly, the opportunities mm-hmm. that, that the city's presented in the nightlife. Yeah. What, what else makes Conway a, a place that you wanted to raise the boys? And I know this is, again, going to go cliched. You know, it's really hard to come up with these lists and not sound kind of cheesy. But, I mean, it's true. You it's know, inherent it's, in the list. It is. It is. It's just kind of part of it. Um, and I'd be neglectful if I left off the wampus cat, period. Okay, I mean, I know that um, with no disrespect to our eagles and our panthers and thunderbirds and uh, warhawks and other things that we have around here, I mean, wampus cat, you know, yeah, bulldogs, of course, thank you. Um, We got got a wampus cat, man, and, and, you know, that's... It's the only one. Well, I think we've... I think we've discovered there's, you know, some uh, pretenders, if you will, out there. Okay. Part, some some imposters that are t- attempting to uh, take that six-legged spirit and uh, hijack it, and I just, I won't have it. Um, I think it just makes, I know that it's a unusual thing, but, you know, we've talked about, and I know y'all have talked about it on a lot of your podcasts before, about just some of the the iconic things about this place, Toad Suck, you know, we always joke about our funny names and we got a wampus cat and not many people and not many schools have that. And we certainly have um, ridden those six legs to a lot of success in sports and in academics. And um, I think it's just cool to have that identity too. I know it, it doesn't seem like much, but you know, you don't really have any doubts about where you're from. And I've got a friend of mine who 
told me a story a while back uh, that he was down in Hot Springs and Sam Pittman uh, came up and saw that he had on a, a Conway shirt. I think it just had the logo, though. And, you know, Coach Pittman himself, of course, he's savvy. He knows what he's doing. Right. And uh, clearly uh, the results on the field bear that out. But he – he sees this, and it's just, you know, some guy he doesn't know, but he's striking up conversation and says, how are those Wampus Cats doing this year? I mean, people know. It's a differentiator. Yeah, it really, really? is. It's it's something unique and distinct, and, and it's something that um, it, if you ever forget that we are Wampus Cats, every, what is it, three to five, seven years, uh, usually perpetrators from Russellville High School will remind <laughs> you that we're Wampus Cats because they'll come down here and beat the hell out of the statue and knock a couple of legs off and try right. to make it like we're just like you know, ordinary cats. Okay. And you can knock the concrete off, but you can't, you can't, take, you can't no, take those no, fighting, no. That's fighting spirit out. But we've had a lot of success, and we've ridden that in, in a lot of different ways with that, that, that mascot. And it's really – I think it's just a – I think it's something that uh, is really special to us, and um, for me and you in particular as graduates of Conway Grant, we, you know, I believe we bleed Conway that blue. blue. Absolutely. Bleed that blue. So, Absolutely. Uh, I think that's I think that's a, a meaningful thing, and like I said, there's a little colorful history there with it too. There's there's kind of a little bit of a legend, if you will, and then there's obviously the legend of vandalism that ensued after that. <laughs> uh, so I, I just kind of think that's that that makes us special. I really do. I, agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, there, there's a, of course, not knowing any different, but there's a pride in uh, being a wampus cat and and. Uh, it's not that I was a Wampus Cat, I still am. Yeah, right? oh, that's we, right. We still are. That's absolutely that's true. That's yeah. What elementary did you go to? Julia Lee Moore. So you and Grant, yeah. you were too, right? Moore Mustang. Yeah. yeah. And um, and you know that's another thing. I mean, I call me sheltered, I guess, because I've stayed in a, in a as my wife jokingly says, I've lived in about a one block radius <laughs> of all of, of something you in my entire your place. Yeah, you I found mean, your spot. Why would you? You were lucky. You, you, you got it right the first Look, time. Here's the deal. Once Conway added a second zip code, and I was like, I'm done. I'm not going to move much. It's too much to remember. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, that was it, right. You know? All right. Do you remember your home phone? When you I were do. A kid? I do. Um, but I'm not giving it out. Okay. So it's probably still uh, right. active. Well, uh, you know, I just. I, I don't want stalkers. Um, I understand. I understand. So, well, the, the previous podcast, when that we asked their phone number, it was three digits. Right. So I, that I, was... That. I had a full-blown seven. I, I wasn't even I aware of... I there was of, only four, but yeah. you still go star and then your last four, and it was Well, I so, mean, you are old, though. Yeah, right, Let's face right. it. Relatively I mean, again, speaking, yeah. absolutely. No, I, it's, it's so um, neat to actually tell people uh, you know they don't understand what a wampus cat is perhaps in other places you know and so if you're on vacation and you happen to wear that shirt i've got an old uh, you know one that i like to wear and every now and then you'll get people with some some funny looks and they're like what does that mean what's the story um it was it was a vacation on a while back that i regaled somebody they didn't want me to, but I told them anyway. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what is that? I was like, oh, I was like, if you've got 10 minutes and yeah. you don't mind buying my next round, I'll tell you everything you need to know. Um, anyway, so, yeah, it's, I think that's a, a just a special little part of this community. It's something that, that might get overlooked, but it, it's meaningful to me and it's meaningful to a lot of other folks that have graduated from there. One thing uh, the school does that I think is really cool is the graduates – the seniors every year go back to their elementary school and walk the halls. I don't know. I, they probably didn't do that in 
y'all's year but it and to instill the pride in graduation of those kids and i the pictures that i've seen from it you know those elementary kids are looking at the seniors with such adoration mm-hmm. like okay you did it i can do it too and that's just special things that conway does right i i think that we've really like i said the my list today kind of embraces or hopes to embrace if you will the diverse things about Conway and this county in, in a general sense that that make it so attractive. Um, I don't want to focus on one particular area. It's It would be grave disservice to say, well, they're just, you know, really good at sports or, you know, over down there in Conway. And, you know, you see a lot of like small towns, and I'm not trying to disrespect those that have this, but you see a lot of small towns. You, you pull into a place that says home of the Two A girls basketball champs, and you're like, okay, that's wonderful and all, and I think that's a great community thing. But um, we're at a point where we we got a lot of bragging things mm-hmm. that we could put out there. The on list a, would be too yeah, long. Yeah, it would be it'd be a really really lengthy sign that nobody could safely read. So uh, anyway, um, in that spirit, number five. Number five. Um, by my count. And and I. And again, this is going to sound a little strange because we're talking about the city of Conway and how it's grown, but I still think agriculture is still a very important part of this this community and was a big part of growing up here, too. I mean, this is a, still a farming community. It, sure it, is. It, it, it's, I know it doesn't seem that way. Um, and, you know, I miss seeing like Lewis livestock auction and um, a lot of fond memories absolutely and I think I was on Facebook the other day and either uh, Becca or Heath Lewis had posted a picture of it or Chrissy won and I know all of them and and man it just kind of got to me because you know you realize you realize that it's been gone now for a while and you realize that it really in the grand scheme of things wasn't here very long um, mm-hmm. because I, I think they were celebrating their opening in like 70 uh, don't quote me but it was right so that was the new facility yeah the of new course, right it was it was down where u.s bank is that's now, right that's right uh, was when i was a kid but yes and a little kid and then they opened up where sam's is mm-hmm. now for those who need the reference uh, but and if you think about that being downtown i remember you know, cows would literally, trailers of cows would roll in, right. of cattle would roll into Conway every Tuesday uh, in the downtown area. And merchants stayed open late for that because um, they would get their money and they would spend it. And Was Walmart on Markham open then? Walmart was yeah. on Markham where Larry's Pizza yeah. is. And um, the town smelled a little different on that day that's right and the merchants would say the smell of money absolutely (laughs) absolutely and so when they moved out to where sam's is they went way out of town yeah because that was you know the last exit at the time that's right that's uh, right and get a, brought, mean, get a mean burger out there. You could. Oh, cafe yeah. or breakfast. Or. And as you could get out to the other end, you know, towards the river, you know, and I've obviously known the Satterfield family for a long time and their farm. And, yes. And, and um, lots of, uh, um, you know, I think about all of those farm families and those farm pockets of uh, within this community. And Conway's probably not the kind of community is today without that because that was probably and it was for you know basically a lot of American civilization if ag was at the heart of of anything and I think that you know we had a lot of um, very conscientious and responsible and good people here that knew how to make the area flourish in that regard too 
but I, as much as I grew up in the city of Conway, because I had such roots elsewhere around the county, um, you know, I obviously was on farms a lot. Um, it wasn't like I grew up there, but I was on them a lot. And I just, and then I married a woman whose father is a farmer and I just have a great deal of respect for anybody who can put in that kind of effort and time and labor and a commitment given all the uncertainty and, and unpredictability of it. It's a very challenging job. And, and I think that this community has, is gains a lot of its identity from its prominent farm families. And, uh, you know, I, I remember a lot of our industry here too was ag centered for a long time too and so still a lot going on if you want to see some unusual things if you live in downtown or out west conway you need to go to the faulkner county fair that's right that's right and go to the livestock area and you can see a little bit of everything you really can it's some kids that work really really hard they do and and i've for as much as any of us can sit and get on a long tangent about the good and bad of social media one of the good things that i see is when i see you know students that are number two promoted uh (laughs) heavily for their you know like you said the fair and Mm -hmm. the things that they're doing i mean i'm just amazed at number one the opportunities that these kids are getting which are far and away better than the ones that we had but i'm for that you know Mm -hmm. i'm so much uh, i'm so grateful that my children and y'all's kids that we've all had the benefit of seeing them get some things that we didn't have as a result of all of um, the hard work and conscientious effort of people um, in the community. And so, yeah, that's that's a big deal. I love seeing that. I love seeing positive things about um, accomplishments that center around that. And it, and it proves, too, that we have, again, a, a, the diversity of the community. Uh, it's not just about, oh, we're over here uh, you know, again, thumping our chest about some athletic achievement or whatever we have. Or we uh, graduated this many students. Or, so right. We have a very rich, you know, higher ed situation here with the three colleges, like I mentioned. And then as far as the opportunities that, that our kids get in the high schools across this county, uh, I know that everybody has their opinions of education, but I think we have quality schools here and, um, I kind of digressed from the, the ag component of this. As y'all can maybe tell, I'm working on a little bit of a, a kind of a by my list here. I've, I've, I've done this little trick where I put the first letter is going to turn into something, you know. You know oh, so anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, anyway, I spoiled it again, but yeah. on my own. But <laughs> Giving away your secrets. Yeah. Well, the next one for, for number six is the why, um, and it's youth. Um, I think that we've got uh, – I know we're all proud of our own kids, you know, but we do have a really strong um, community because we have so many young families here and because we have a lot of, as I mentioned earlier, college graduates that like to stay here. Um, I, I We end up with, you know, a lot of good kids. I really do think that. I know that's kind of cheesy, but um, I'm. I, we have... We have good educators here, which helps, and we have good people and good good families here as a general rule. But I just think that that we've got a lot of opportunity. Like going back to the opportunity part of this too, uh, it dovetails in with the youth. They've got more things that they can do here than they than we did. But even growing up here, we had some blessings that I don't think we took. I think we might have even taken for granted. You know, absolutely. Um, but it's an even bigger and better situation for kids now. And so I think that we've 
we've seen a lot of our students that have gone on to become very successful. Uh, they've represented the community on a broader scale. And, you know, we don't have that happen very often. I mean, a lot of places don't have that happen very exactly. often. Um, we've had National Honor Society. We've had Rockefeller and Rhodes and all kinds of scholars and grantees. And it's just, I think that's, when I, I of course, worked at the log cabin. Um, I didn't mention that earlier, but we can talk. Oh, I wasn't going to let it get I, I figured, I figured it might get brought up at some point in my last career. Um, but when I worked there, that was a great experience for me because, you know, I grew up reading that paper. I grew up watching this community grow. And then when I got to work there for a little bit and kind of be inside, see some things from a different perspective, um, you know, I just I realized how, you know, a good place it is to live. Uh, for starters and when you're a 20 something and you're kind of cynical about everything it's nice to be reminded of that well i bet was a we're just going to totally get into that log cabin what was your favorite story to write about or most memorable most memorable not favorite um well you know i spent about often on a decade there because i um, worked there all through college and i was basically a roving reporter if you will and i was making terrible money and i'm i'm sorry if any of my log cabin bosses are listening to this but y'all know it y'all were making it too (laughs) um you know rule number one about journalism is it's it's probably the best profession to be in truthfully for me it was for creative expression because i did feel like i could you know you know i feel like i i felt like i could write well and so i did you know um, but rule number two is don't expect to get paid. You know, you're just you're just <laughs> going like to start. Your early years in banking. It is. It's it's in and but you know got to pay your dues. But but you know you work your way up the journalism ladder, and I don't know that it really gets that much better. That's so. true. But I, I had I had fun doing it, and it was. I mean, I traveled around the county, the state. Um, it was an incredibly enriching experience because I didn't do just, you know, one niche thing. I did a lot of different types of stories. I did a lot of sports coverage. That was a blast. I, I'm a sports junkie and um, going out and covering, you know, I com- covered Conway High School football for years. I covered the Peyton Hillis years um, when I was actually in law school. It was just, you know, because I was doing that on the side. And so I had a ton of fun doing all of that. But no question, some of the best, you know, entertainment came from going out into the county going to some county meetings and um just encountering all kinds of different folks you know and one of my favorites um was i went to a meeting in enola so this will probably ring a bell lori and um i don't recall what kind of meeting it was i think it was like the enola town council you know small meeting and i'd never been out there before and i was you know pretty young and a little nervous you know because i was just a college student and i didn't i didn't know how I was going to be received by folks in Enola, Arkansas. I mean, here I come with a it is a long with a true press bat. Yeah, all. well, and I came out there with a press pass, and I'm sure they thought, oh, God, what in the hell? <laughs> what does yeah. this mean? Yeah, um, Woodward and... <laughs> <laughs> Woodward and Bernstein heading straight down to 36. And uh, anyway, the mayor at the time was Jim Hackler. He was for a long time. And Jim... Hey, bricklayer by day. Jim was, let's see, I'd I, I describe him as pretty country, mm-hmm. um, but extremely funny. 
and witty, I thought. Very um, witty. And so I go into this meeting, and, and it's very humdrum. I don't know if there was some anticipated controversy and or, or if they were just trying to send me out to Enola to see if I'd ever come back. But bottom line is I go out this meeting. It's pretty pretty normal. And at the at the conclusion of it, as I'm walking out the door, Mayor Hackler is, says, uh, Hey, uh, Bo, he says, uh, when you get to writing your story. And I say, Yeah. He said, be sure to mention that the mayor is ruggedly handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got a big kick out of that. You know, I said, I'll, I'll be sure to do that. Well, I actually did. I, I made a point of, of actually telling. Um, so it wasn't long after that. I didn't get to put it necessarily in that story. But um, later on, I got the, the benefit of writing a little column called The County Notebook that I did for a couple of years. And I got to put a little, you know, tidbits about county life in there. And so I put that in there. And. Uh, Mayor Hackler was very pleased. Uh, yeah. he, I bet he was. He let me know that he was finally vindicated. That um, he had been in writing, yeah, black that, and white. And, and again, if it's in print, that's right. If it's in the newspaper, it must be true. So Jim Jim Hackler, um, ruggedly handsome former mayor of Enola, that was well, one of my favorites. Well, the next time I see his son Chris, I'll make sure he. Well, is. I know Chris too, and you, and I've told Chris that story, and um, he said, "Yep, that's that's pops." <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he 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 can definitely tell, but I enjoyed that. I, that was a great experience for a lot of different reasons, and um, not the least of which is I got to see a whole lot of this county, and I know that that's not something that people just do. You know, if you yeah. got your nine to five, you don't you don't pay much attention to what's going on outside of your little don't path. Ve- don't venture out. So I got to go out to places that I'd never been, and and now that I'm in law practice, I do a lot of real estate work, and and I end up going out to properties a lot of times, and I I kind of love knowing where I'm going. Um, mm-hmm. That helps. You know, most men don't do that, right? So. Well, and you, now you know that you can get a mean hamburger at the Mount Vernon feeding stuff. And I mean, there are and play a game of checkers or uh, I, rook while you're there. I am Dominoes. more than happy to go do that. That mm-hmm. sounds actually really good right now. So, um, so, so. Bo, mm-hmm. I'm waiting with bated breath. Yeah, you know, we've gotten through Conway, as, yeah. as you noted earlier. That I, I did. I've spelled out like Conway. You spelled out like Conway. And we got four letters to go. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, is it cats? Is it where are we going? But I. All right, so the truth is is that I don't know how these last four are going to go. Okay. Okay? Um, there's a lot of four-letter words, yes, you know, good, clearly. Uh, and a lot of people, I'm sure, are listening to this or will listen to this and fear that I'm going to use some, but I promise I've, I've been told that, that I've got to behave. But, no, actually, That's why we wanted you, I'm going to free – well, I'll, I'll, I'll loosen it up here okay. at the end. Um, I actually kind of want to freewheel these last four, though, a little bit more. Um, I wanted to just get the Conway in there for corning effect, but for some of the stuff that I really am, you know, the, the, the things that mean a lot about Conway to me, um, I want to talk about what I think to be a really forgotten asset of this community, um, and that's Briarwood. <laughs> um, you know, you drive by it now, and you see dirt. Yes. <laughs> And I'm, I, I drive down Tyler pretty much every day, and uh, it's it, it hadn't it hadn't set in yet that it's gone to me, and I can still envision it there. And I and I, the reason I mentioned Briarwood is because it's it's been you know it was the alleged birthplace, if you will, of some uh, <clears throat> an interesting local grievance uh, yeah. that occurred between a couple of businessmen. <laughs> and um, and it's a it's a grievance that's been longstanding for decades, and. I'm going to actually 
pay tribute to another log cabin writer, a guy named Daniel Doyle, who unfortunately has passed away. But Daniel wrote my favorite story in the log cabin ever, which was about those two gentlemen, and I don't know if we can say them, but um, they got into it, um, and one of them went to jail for a night. And uh, when those two gentlemen got into it, they were swinging two-by-fours at each other and uh, cursing each other, and Daniel did an exceptional job of chronicling this after the fact, and I don't know if the log cabin archives can still be accessed easily, but if you ever want, you know, to find a hell of a story to read for entertainment's sake and you want to know a little bit about the history of Briarwood, you know, find that one. Um, And um, if anybody wants to, uh, uh, I don't know how the kids say it now, slide into my DMs later and find out more details on that that I can't release on air, I'll I'll be happy to. Man, decades, decades of fun was had by youth in Conway you're right there. and it just um, no matter if it was Miller's Miller's swimming hole or whatever it right? that became Briarwood there was one of the parties uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, it, I don't remember the golf course I, I don't very much or I remember maybe seeing photos of it you know right. um, I don't remember the course much but I, I just remember you know and I didn't actually spend a lot of time there. And in fact, when I said Briarwood, I kind of, I want to include all the country clubs here because I obviously grew up at Conway. Cadron Valley was a big deal. I miss yes. it in a big yes. way. Um, we obviously have some new ones that, that came on after we got a little older, but I, growing up here, when you had Briarwood and Cadron and Conway. Three country clubs. And and, and none and, of and, them, and I want to be clear, this this was not, this was not, you know, affluent country clubs no, this is like no one had an ascot this this was maybe a little less august and a little more bushwood right <laughs> you know and so i think that truth be told we we had some we all have some great stories from those country club days and some of them are still going on um and um but those were big part of my identity growing up because i spent time at every single one of them and again when you had a dry county back then and those were places um at least at, as far as conway and cadron that you could drink um that also brought out uh the best and worst Cat- in some characters. folks yeah, yeah. cadron even yeah. had a dance floor it did it did and sometimes they at cadron they made dance floors out of any other surface yeah, that they felt right. uh, necessary no disrespect to Cadron. Conway obviously has had its share of characters too, and and I'm I count myself among them still, regrettably. Uh, My fortieth birthday was there. Well, party, and that's all I need to say about that. Since, well, right. You know, we don't. The cops were called, but yeah. anyway, that's, that's, that's a, whole a minor other minor podcast. inconvenience. Yes, but no, I do think those clubs, uh, the country clubs, uh, Briarwood in particular, just because of that kind of neat history there. And I, I guess I'm a little sentimental because Briarwood's gone. Cadron's mm-hmm. gone. And, and, you know, part of this today was about growing up. And so some of it was going to necessarily mean that some of these things ain't here anymore. Sure. And I could get into a laundry list of things that I was identifying yesterday um, when we were preparing for this. I was like, man, I think of all the iconic places that are gone. You know, your Frank Brandon's, um, you know, the drive-in, Stormies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could we could sit here all day on that topic Flossons, alone. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I'm, you know, um, if, if you didn't have those fond memories, then uh, it wouldn't, they wouldn't 
if the, those places were still here, you wouldn't have the memories about them. So I think it's pretty cool that we've had a lot of identifiable landmarks. And uh, you know, I think new people to town like to hear about that stuff too. They do. Like yeah. even the I call them kids that all work here at the bank. Um, when you're the older person, you get to call them kids, but they they actually want to know. Yeah. You know, where was that? It's been what amazing. did you I mean, do? It's been amazing to me. I mean, prominent business people worked at Briarwood. Yeah. Over over the years, you know, during their college college years or otherwise well i also remember that you know when you went to briarwood it was basically you know first of all it was cheap uh, whatever you paid to get in and you know that one would literally stay pretty much nonstop all day you know you could drive down tyler at one o'clock in the afternoon or eight o'clock in the evening in the summer and it was busy mm-hmm. Um, and the pool, like at Conway, wasn't always like that. So I always liked every now and then when I went to Briarwood, the I was action. like, there's always the something happening. Some yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a, um, I mean, it was a scene. I would love for, Even before they I would that. love for the uh, juxtaposed uh, photographs of the Briarwood facility relative to the new, the, mm-hmm. the, the new facility that's going to be built here in town. Yeah. From a, I mean, you talk about. <laughs> They'll think we were a step up, uh, to or, say the least, or or a hundred. I feel like the new thing will probably offer less liability concerns. <laughs> um, That's fewer fewer rusty right, outcroppings. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Tetanus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think our tetanus rate will go way down at the new facility. I, but those, but those were were big uh, parts of you know all of our youths, I guess, because we really did spend a lot of time there. And when you think about the kind of lack of other things to do, if you want to put it that way, I mean those those were huge. You had to, if we didn't have them, we would have been real bored. Um, and so I think that um, it was important to have them. I, I spent a lot of years and a lot of time at, at all of them, and um, a lot of memories. Throw in one more brief, if I can build upon that, too. Mm-hmm. Another water feature in town that I spent countless hours and dollars. That was the water slide. Yeah, yeah, over here on Skyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where McDonald's in. is on Skyline. Yeah, and, and, you know, somebody mentioned that to me the other day, and I kind of had forgotten about it. And, I, and I'd really love to see a picture of that because my photographic memory of that is that when you were getting off the interstate, you were legitimately looking at what appeared to be a, a certain death of <laughs> anyone coming down. I mean, that was as sharp an angle as, as I can recall. And and I just remembered thinking, God, I don't really want to go down that. I think I, I did. Oh, but I, don't it was know fun. Bo, I don't know, Bo, that I could pull the hill twice. Yeah, to run back. Oh, I remember that yeah. heavy it breathing was, when you got a, to the top. Mm-hmm. 78-degree grade. And, and again, this may have been a, you know, sort of a harbinger of things to come for me being an attorney, but I guess I was looking at it back in those days and thinking, <laughs> my God, somebody's going to get sued, you know. <laughs> Because it wasn't just the slide. I think you're talking about getting up there. And I'm not real sure that that was the most structurally sound uh, staircase (laughs) slash whatever it was. It would get Um, fairly slick when it got wet. And it it was a water slide. If you guys, it's off topic for sure, but one of my favorite things ever to watch is a, a class action park. It's a documentary yes. on HBO Max. I, I saw that. And um, it's a it's a remarkably entertaining, you know, piece because you're talking about that's our, you know, that's when we grew up. We had places <laughs> like that that we could go to that were literal death traps, yeah. unregulated. <laughs> yes. um, 
apparently outside the bounds of the law altogether. And that was in New Jersey, you know, but we have places like that here. It's fantastic. We went to a rock crusher. Yeah, I mean. And dove in to a pit. Right. I mean, seriously. I mean, again, I don't want to. never let my child do that. Right. I don't want to overinflate. When I said something about the nightlife earlier, again, I realize some people are going to laugh at that because they think about things like getting into a train tunnel (laughs) as being being a form of excitement and entertainment. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, there there were some times that you had to stretch it a little bit to, to enjoy yourself in town. But, no, it was a... The, those those country clubs were and, and still are a big part of it. I mean, I'm glad we still have Conway. I'm glad that um, the newer ones are here. Centennial's great. I mean, sure. I, you know, I don't mind having those social yep. scenes, but just those old school, um, you know, you watch a movie like Caddyshack now, and you're like, man, I kind of remember yeah. this kind of atmosphere. <laughs> uh, but it's... But those are those are also there's a lot of people there. Um, going back to the whole concept of community, there's a lot of people that are still members at this clubs that go there that you and I have seen there over the years many times, and um, and sometimes that's a little sad, but sometimes it's reassuring too. You Absolutely, know, you've got your yeah. standbys, and um, if you you wouldn't have that when you if you didn't have a good community spirit. So, well, we're winding down the list. Yeah, only three. I feel like you know the Mount route. Mount Rushmore, as it were, but yeah. we're down to three instead yeah. of four. So the final three things that make Conway so special to you, Bo? Well, um, I would have to say that the, um, you know, this is a little bit off-beaten path, too, but the arts. Um, and I know that it's not like we have art galleries, per se, although I think both of our universities, uh, or I should say Hendricks and UCA, both have outstanding art galleries but i'm talking about all of the fine arts we you know got some um and even i know that this is a little bit stretched but um we have obviously seen entertainment and cultural opportunities blossom in this town in the last few years but even growing up there were there were seeds of that you know um this was never necessarily a a place that had a lot of a lot of concerts or anything growing up but you i never lacked for entertainment either Um, we had obviously the again the colleges contribute a great deal to that Uh, but man we have a lot of talented people here and um i think about a lot of the the, the people that i grew up with that we grew up with uh, that went on into careers like that. You know, they, they play instruments. They uh, are craftsmen. They're tradesmen. They're gifted. And so I think that we have a very creative community, and, and that's something that doesn't get perhaps played up very much. But we've got some wonderful artists here. We've got some wonderful musicians. We've got some wonderful, um, I mean, I think about the late Fenton Shaw, you know, worked with iron um, and uh, was a, very gifted at it. Uh, Dr. Hatfield. Um, you know, there's been a number of people in this community over the years who have kind of given it a little bit more of a uh, a free spirit approach, and I like that too. And the artistic community here is pretty strong. We have we've got a symphony, um, and we've get we've had. Are you on the board? Have, had you, no, no. I didn't know if you'd served um, in. On I think any Bill, with I think Bill, my former yes. uh, colleague and friend, boss, uh, he he, I think has has been on that before, and and. You know, there's there's a lot to be said for the way that the community has also embraced things like Shakespeare. Um, you know, yes. they come in, and, and UCA has done a tremendous job with the Arkansas Shakespeare Theater. 
I can't, I can't stress this enough. That's, that's a, yeah, and, and we have a great performance hall. Again, back to the universities. I, I keep mm-hmm. tying it back to that because it's just part of this. But that is an, an unbelievable asset. And if you've not had an opportunity to go see some of the Shakespeare works and when they come around, it's fantastic. Uh, they do exceptional job with not just Shakespearean um comedies and tragedies and such but they also you know they 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 do other works uh we saw i believe it was music man mm-hmm. they've they've really it's an ex, it's a really big um thing and i think it's another thing that needs to be embraced in this community uh, we, it, it's gained interest and it's really here to stay i think but um again back to the arts i really think that we've just done a good job of showing a commitment to it i'd like to see more certainly paddington is here tonight in Conway for oh, really? a, a kids event at UCA. So they they do a good job of being diverse of uh, they've had a uh, they have a Hispanic and Hispanic ballet coming. Wow. I actually uh, had lunch last week with Amanda Horton who is the programming director there and she says to look out the next season is going to be big. So I don't doubt it. Even the even the the emphasis on the murals of late i mean i can't tell you there's not a day a pretty day like today when you don't see a, a high school senior or someone right. taking photos out absolutely in some of the art that you know has, has been displayed on the sides of i mean our buildings we've got an american idol winner you know i mean we have we this is this community has a much prouder tradition in that sense than i think people realize and um we've had a lot of very gifted you know artistic people come through and i hope that that continues. We again, I think the University of Central Arkansas, Hendricks and CBC do what they can to facilitate They'll foster. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're very lucky to have that. Okay. Winding um, down. Yeah, getting there my nine is is uh and and you know, Grant's sniffed it out. It was Conway Cats. I'll I'll finish it out here in style, but I'll go ahead oh. and, and release it was Conway Cats. It, it was indeed. I had to go. I did. Um but uh the T, if you will, um is uh, technology. And Conway, you know, Axiom has been here for a long time. Um, when it was CCX and, mm-hmm. and FMC and all those Demographics. Other, and all those, yeah, there you go. And all those other acronyms that I can't remember. Um, we started a, I think that was what really sort of set the commitment here to be an innovator, you know, for Conway to have some uh, a, a little bit of a broader base than just the the manufacturing. There you go, mm-hmm. exactly the the typical industry. We have a, a blossoming industrial community and always have, but you know, when when Axiom became a big part of this community, and, and full disclosure, I've never worked there. I don't have any skin in the game, and I know people may have their opinions one way or the other about it as a business, but I think that. It kind of broke through a ceiling here, if you will, and Conway then started to market itself very effectively um, as a tech-friendly place, and that is that's everything right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the communities that don't do that get left behind, and we've always prided ourselves. You know, the crazy thing that I remember is that when I got on the Hendricks campus in the mid-90s, we had broadband internet, and that's a thing that you know we all take for granted now but it was there that was a big deal back then huge deal it was a massive deal um and and i can't stress enough that you know those are the kind of things that if you get to the forefront of them if you get ahead of the curve you're 
you're only enhancing the value of your community. And we've always seemed to do that. Like I said, we've had a very tech-friendly attitude with our chamber, uh, with our business development community. And I just think that we've done um, a great service to the, the data fields, if mm-hmm. you will, because they've they've obviously found a home here and it's worked out. And uh, we've been fortunate, too, to preserve it. I know there's been all this talk. I mean, all these corporations get bigger and they merge and they move and they relocate. And yet we've we've kept them here. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we have a really strong um, spirit towards let's not get behind. And I'll, you know, I hate to say it, but in Arkansas, that's that's worth a lot. Uh, we want to make sure that we stay ahead of, of the curve in all, so many ways. And that actually goes back to uh, tech is a little bit part of it, but it's our infrastructure too. I mean, I talked about the roundabout earlier, and it's just perfect timing for me to mention that, you know, as much as anybody can complain about streets and roads in a lot of places, we're, we're not in bad shape and we're getting better. Uh, I know Mayor Castleberry, that was part of his initiative and vision was to get streets around here improved, and you're seeing that every day. Um, I got a flat tire today, but it was in Little Rock, I think. Yeah. So I don't think it was the construction materials that, that around town that did it. So I don't want to, um, but no, it's, it's, it's really a community that has prided itself on having, you know, innovation, um, not just we're going to churn out a product. Um, and so I think that that, um, and that's going to enable us to continue to attract jobs, to attract students, to attract people. Yeah, we've shown a propensity to lean in whatever that's right and and not a wait and see approach so to speak we've had leadership that believes in doing that and i know that you know we've had a lot of different we have a city council here that has been incredibly stable you know as far as not a lot of turnover and i know a lot of people believe that you've got to have refresh and everything we've had people turn over there but um, you know, I think about the people that I know on that city council or have known, and they've all been, you know, dedicated, committed servants to this city. And um, not an easy job. Not an do. easy job at all. And, and definitely, you know, there have been a lot of hot button issues and controversies that they've had to face head on. And and they don't all agree at all the time. And that's a good thing. And we see that they also work together to get some things accomplished and, and get some things passed here that are, are constructive and beneficial to the community and so I do have to give a lot of credit to our 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 city leadership they've they've done an exceptional job for as long as I can remember of making sure that that Conway gets opportunities that maybe other communities are going to miss out on definitely and then there was one buddy the S yeah yeah well you know uh, Conway has so many wonderful things, and I, we've talked about it the last bit, and I I know that there's, like I said, there's a cynical angle of this, too. I could probably have another podcast with you guys about some stuff I don't like about this town, but who couldn't, right? Exactly. Um, That's why. And the part of the, 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 the things about this community that I love far outweigh the ones that I don't. That's why I'm still here, and I've been here, and I'm proud to be a part of the business community here. I'm proud to have my kids in schools here. Uh, and I'm proud to continue to live here, pay taxes here, vote here, all that. Um, but I would have to say that Conway's safe. And I want to close on that note because I know that in these terribly difficult times that we've been in, especially these last couple of years, you know, tensions are high. Um, and it's not, it's not easy to live and work anymore in the in in the context of other people you know i think we've all got a little shorter fuses and 
we're all a little bit worried about ourselves and our fellow man maybe a little too much or maybe our fellow man not enough but this is a community that I've never felt for any you know despite any dramas that may have occurred and any you know there's always going to be incidents and unfortunate things that happen but Conway has always been a place where I felt like I can lay my head at night and I can sleep and I can wake up the next morning. It is a credit to our law enforcement. It's a credit to um, our judiciary with whom I've been privileged to work for the last several years. And, and it's a credit to everybody in the field of public safety too. We had, we, we don't have issues here like other communities do. And when you read the other papers or you see the news and you check the Facebook feed or the Twitter feed and you see what's going on in other places, um, it's, 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 it can get, get real discouraging. But Conway has always been safe and Conway's always been um, steady. Uh, it does not, you know, we haven't had a year that we went, boy, there were a lot of murders that year. You know, we don't, uh, I mean, no uptick, per right. se, on and, and we haven't had, you know, I, I mean, for any time that we've had any epidemics of anything like crime in this community, you know, I think that we've, we have a, a very active and engaged community that pays attention to that sort of thing and tries to respond appropriately. I think that Conway has largely cultivated its identity from that sense of safety and security. Um, I know that, you know, there's bad neighborhoods, there's there's bad areas everywhere, and there's certainly places that are, lend themselves to being more risky and dangerous than others. Conway has is, is always been a community where I felt like I could drive around just about anywhere in this town at any hour and not bad enough. And sure as I've recorded this, somebody will have a hit out on me, so... Um, well, I feel like somebody's probably stabbed your tire. Yeah, yeah, now I think that too. <laughs> the flat tire. Yeah, the flat tire as it turns out. Um, I don't know why the, there was a handle sticking out of there. Um, I don't know. I, I, so, yeah, I kind of spelled it out Conway Cats because, you know, go Cats, um, class of 95, okay. you know, all that. And, it's easy for Like I said, represent. a little corny, but I, but I went for that, that effect today. I'm good at that, so... I really appreciate you guys having me. It's been fun to talk about my community. You know, there's not a lot of opportunities to do that. No, and it's fantastic. I appreciate you taking the time and certainly uh, your insight and you're a very thoughtful uh, individual. So your, your your thoughts and having grown up here mean a lot to those of us that grew up here as well. But for, for the listening audience that uh, may not have, you provided, you epitomized our title, Conway TNT, then, now, and tomorrow, and you yeah. touched on on all of those things for let's so. give yourself a plug so okay you're an attorney yeah, what are you yeah. looking for business uh, well what, you, know, you know not, not, uh, not the type of being in lately no uh, <laughs> uh, i do a little bit of a mixed bag i do um I'm, I'm self-employed i was very fortunate to have been able to come back here and practice law in my hometown um for two gentlemen that i greatly admire and respect bill atkinson and larry grady they uh, helped bring me into the business, and I worked in big time real estate. Uh, very much so. I and, know and, the real estate law. And I worked with them for many years. Um, had a brief partnership there for a couple more years with Bill. Both of them are kind of in the retirement stage, if you will. And so uh, I've been out on my own, if you will, for about four years now. And and uh, I do a little real estate transactional law. I do some estate planning. Uh, do some probate, trying to get rid of the civil litigation because it's a little bit stressful. Um, the pandemic uh, definitely played havoc with the court dockets and whatnot. So 
but it's it, you know it's been a it's been a challenging and frustrating career choice for me at times, but at times it's been extremely rewarding too. And the the parts where it's most rewarding are the parts where I get to engage the people of this community in a productive and positive way. I know that you know you go see a lawyer, chances are it's not a good situation, but. Um, I, I like to forge connections with people or uh, reconnect with people that, that I've uh, lost connection with over the years. I've been privileged and honored to represent a lot of people that I've gotten to know better through this process. And uh, um, I always enjoy it when one of my former teachers calls me up for legal uh, advice <laughs> because uh, they're not getting in any trouble. You know, it's nothing like that. I don't do any criminal defense, but uh, they actually, uh, you know, if they're looking for an estate plan or mm-hmm. they want to get some uh, some things lined out. Or the if, ultimate compliment. Yeah, it's you. pretty fun when that happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they've, they they call me up every now and then and, and say that they're proud of me, and I tell them that I don't know what drugs they're on, but they, but they need a, they need their prescription changed. So. They anyway. want to tweak tweak yes. those meds. That's right. That's right. And the no, dosage, adjust the dosage. And, and I'm honored dosage. to be able to represent people like that in this community. Again, the reason I stayed here was because uh, to practice law was because I knew that there was a great client base here because I knew that this was a community full of great people. And your wife likes it to here too. She does. She uh, she came down here in '94 uh, and to to join her boyfriend at the time. He was uh, going to play football at UCA, and um, she stayed here. And um, I met her at the Blue Bonnet in Moralton, Arkansas, oh, on karaoke awesome. night oh, uh, in November, or, October of 1998. <laughs> I don't think you were there, but then again, I'll be honest with you, Lori. I don't remember how I was there. Um, what was your what's your go to karaoke our, song? Oh, we the go to karaoke was Rolling Stones all night. It it uh-huh. was not really um, as you might expect when a couple of Hendrix guys walked into this place. It wasn't quite the same crowd, and so you know there wasn't really going to be much outside of the country and western genre that they were going to be comfortable with. I went with Stones; it seemed like the safest thing. Okay. I also drank directly from the pitcher of beer. I went, I bypassed the glass <laughs> altogether, and I felt that that made me at least relatable to the occupants of the yeah. premises that night. Hey, you got your wife indeed, out of the deal. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. I mean, if 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 you can't if you can't be persuaded by that, I don't. That's I mean, right. I can't help you. You know. Did you have the gold lemay jacket? I did not have the gold lemay at that point, um, but the gold sequins are are rocking. Recently, took it to the Elton John show and. Uh, you know, who knows? It might make another appearance at some point okay. shortly. Well, it's very attractive. I like well, to thank see you. it. Well, can't thank you enough again, Bo, for your, your, can't thank your, you guys your thoughts. Hey, thanks for listening to Conway TNT. We hope you'll like our Facebook page and post any ideas for future podcasts there. Or you can always drop by and visit us at either one of our First Community Bank Conway locations. I'm Grant Gordy. And I'm Lori K. Smelton. We cared about Conway then. We care about Conway now. And we will certainly care about Conway tomorrow. Take care. The views and opinions expressed in the Conway TNT podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of First Community Bank. First Community Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.